Welcome everyone to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar in the support and strengthening of the Planetary Network of Triangles. Today is August 3rd, 2020. And the purpose of these webinars each week is to introduce the work of triangles and to aid people who are new to this work to form triangles. So if you would like to participate in this daily act of planetary service, consider forming a triangle. You can place your name in the chat box and hopefully two other people who are here today participating will agree to work with you and form triangle. You can go to triangles.org, our website, to find out more information about this work. And the second uh, objective of our weekly gatherings is to come together, those of us who are already members of Triangles, to come together and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. Three people to visualize each a triangle of light connecting themselves, an etheric triangle, an energy triangle. They visualize the energies pouring in all, all directions around their triangle, and then they link up with the network of triangles surrounding the planet. And as they do so, they sound the great invocation, an ancient world prayer, which is the perfect vehicle for the energies to be distributed to all open hearts and minds within the planet. And so it's a simple activity, can be done in, in a relatively few minutes. And so it can be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So I hope that as many as you can will either form your first triangle with us today, it's an auspicious day to do so, or you might consider forming another triangle if you're already a member of this work. So as we do each week, we often have a um, guest who will share with us after the meditation. And today we have a returning guest uh, becoming a regular on our platform, Dot Maver. She's an educator and peace builder whose keynote is inspiring cooperation on behalf of the common good. A silent minute and the role it's playing right now, stage. And we're also going very fortunate to have uh, Reiko Nakanishi. She will be also um, sharing with us. She is the founder of uh, Esoteric Tokyo, supporting the Ageless Wisdom, Full Moon Work and Triangles in Tokyo. And Reiko is also a part of the core group of the Global Silent Minute. And she'll be working with that this coming week um, on the 75th anniversary of the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And so there's a, a big global event in support of peace building throughout the world, initiated by many different groups cooperating together. So we look very much forward to hearing more about this day after the meditation. 
<clears throat> so as we do each week, let's take a moment to do a brief visualization followed by the sounding of a mantra. Let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy. Now visualize within that sphere a triangle the triangle of the three primary planetary centers, Shambhala, planetary head center, hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies flowing in all three directions around this great triangle from point to point merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon this triangle, let's visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher. And today this central point within the hierarchy, the world teacher, the Christ, is overshadowed by the Lord of our world, the great Sanat Kumara, the Lord in Shambhala. On this day, he stands at the center of the hierarchy. So let's include that will energy in our visualization. This energy center is linking all parts of the triangle of our planet, east and west, past and future, and radiating out in all directions the energy of love wisdom. At each point of the star, the sphere of their activity, whole consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies radiating forth from the center of the star through the five points. London, 
Darjeeling. New York. Geneva. Tokyo. Visualize these outpouring energies enlivening small groups everywhere, aiding them to focus and direct the energies into the consciousness of all humanity. Solving its problems, creating right human relations, restoring peace on earth. Radiance are we in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. Thank you, everyone. And as most of you know, today is a, quite a special day. And the reason why is shown on your screen here. It's the day of the Leo full moon, increasingly becoming known as the Sirius Festival. So it's a serious day. But the seriousness is as a result of the alignment that becomes possible during this particular full moon. So we have, um, with this festival, an alignment is given to us by the Tibetan, which is not given for any of the other signs, an alignment with a, a fixed star, a star which lies outside of our zodiacal wheel. It's a very powerful, luminous star. And it's said to have a particularly close relationship with our entire solar system. And from what I understand, it's said to be the key star. Uh, for each solar system, th there's three. We're in the second of three in this second solar system. Um, the system that's related to the unfoldment of love wisdom this is the key star whole system but luckily for us for our planet 
our planetary logos, who is the logos, as most of you know, of a non-sacred planet, not a very advanced planet. But we're told that for some karmic reasons, um, the great Lord on Sirius, who is so great that he stands um, as the monad to our solar logos, to our sun, such a great being, he has a, a karmic relationship with our little non-sacred planetary logos. And this is very unusual, but it's fortunate for us because it's certainly the case that this energy, this relationship between these two points, one large and one very small, is aiding in our planetary evolution for Sirius, as I said, is a great second race. And our planet at its soul is also and our entire system, as mentioned, is working at the unfoldment of love, wisdom, this second ray aspect. And so during this uh, festival of Leo each year, it's a symbol in the heavens of the great theme of alignment. Alignment, on, on one level, we could say it's a fulfillment, a, a, a gift, an offering for us to participate in an alignment, which is humanity on Earth, planet Earth, we have a great destiny to come together as a center within our planet. And as we do so, then we can achieve an alignment with the great sun. We are going to become instrumental not only from the planetary element, but connecting within the system, we're going to be instrumental to bring about a an opening of the heart within our entire system. And then I believe that as we contact the great star Sirius, that's a cosmic heart connection. So it's part of our role. And it's described in the teachings as forming an alignment. One day, perhaps in the not too distant future, we'll form an alignment between the cosmic heart, the systemic heart, and the little heart of man. So we're in process of that. The great festival we participate is part of that concept of alignment for of all the signs. Leo stands as the great symbol of alignment, being ruled by three uh, planetary categories by the sun itself, by the star. It's a powerful symbol of the alignment that can take place in the individual as he or she places their footsteps on the path of spiritual return. They do so by affecting an alignment within themselves, within their three vehicles, we're told. The physical etheric, there has to be discipline established on the physical plane, on the physical, the daily life. And then there has to be an alignment attained between the physical and the emotional vehicles. The emotional body has to be kept in measure of alignment. And that is all accomplished. This alignment is accomplished by the increasing integration in the mental vehicle so that the mind becomes the harbinger of illuminosity from the soul. So it's a triangle within the personality. Then that triangle links and blends and merges with the triangle of the soul, which itself is understood as a three-tiered lotus the egoic lotus sometimes called, that's three-tiered. And as the personality and the soul merge through the bringing in of light to the mental body, 
then that fusing and blending enables a bridge to be created in consciousness whereby the fused and blended personality, soul, merges and builds a bridge towards the higher aspect, the spiritual triad, which is also a triangle. So we can see how the work of triangles is a real um, reflection of this alignment between the three triangles within ourselves. So Leo holds great um, promise in our during this time, this day of the full moon, and we're moving into uh, alignment in our system with between the physical sun, the heart of the sun, and the central spiritual sun. So that's our opportunity today to attune ourselves, to bring about a harmonization within our vehicles, harmonizing with the soul, harmonizing with the alignment that's set up within our planetary life. And as I mentioned earlier, there is a particular alignment that the Tibetan gives. And he says that in the future, perhaps most assuredly in the next dispensation of the teachings, he will give out this alignment, alignment for each sign of the special uh, alignments that can be affected during the full moon approach to hierarchy. And so fortunately, we have this one as a model, and we look forward to receiving the future ones in the not-too-distant future, hopefully. So this alignment extends from, we're told, our spiritual hierarchy. These energies are not pouring through Shambhala at this time. That is bypassed. And the great Lord himself stands within the center of the hierarchy. So it's the Christ, Son of Kumara, extending the alignment to the heart of our soul, the spiritual subjective aspect of him. And then we're told there is a star called Regulus in the constellation Leo, which is the next way station on this great alignment of hearts. And then the final point is the great star Sirius, which is the cosmic heart. So the cosmic heart, the heart systemic, our sun, and the little heart of us, humanity, merged with hierarchy, form a great vehicle for the inpouring of lighted love into our planet. So let's work now together using these energies, powerful alignment during the full moon when the door stands open to the and today, not only to the hierarchy, but to Sanat Kumar himself, the great influx of love possible to all of us. So let's just take a moment of silence. Thinking with each other, as souls, as points of love and light, with all people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles Meditation Group.
we invoke the spiritual will <clears throat> closer to us on this day. <clears throat> In the center of the will of God, I stand. Not shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the radiant worldwide triangles network. the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Now lift your consciousness to the world teacher overshadowed time by Sankumar, who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle.
Visualize the energies of love, light, and goodwill circulating in and around the triangles network. Visualize these energies unifying and eliminating all divisions within humanity, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing right human relationships. Sound together the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not this. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and light and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere.
Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause. Between each stanza briefly and consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity. And as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. And now we will be very happy to have Dot and sharing a few thoughts with us, and then we'll bring Reiko in later. Uh, hmm. 
can't seem to close down a point. I'm not sure why that is. But I don't know. Let's see. Perhaps I'll just try that. Okay. There we are. Okay. Sorry, I can't get out of my PowerPoint, but anyway. Greetings, start. All oh, right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. All right. So, Dot, there's so many things happening in the world as so many groups and networks are forming to focus on peace and unity. And particularly as we approach the International Day of Peace on September 21st, which I know you've long been working with. Um, and then this week, as mentioned earlier, is the 75th anniversary of the um, bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan. So the Global, part, Global Silent Minute is part of an event observing the anniversary of these two events, this August 6th and 9th. Um, do you want to therefore share with us about Japan and then we can speak about the various events happening throughout the 100-day countdown to the International Day of Peace? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Kathy. And I, I want to, to first say that as we think about this week and this today, as you said, regarding the astrology and the profound opportunity for healing and peace that this provides us with this direct inflow from Sirius through the Leo full moon. As we stand on the threshold of the 75th anniversary of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, one of the blessings of all of us being in what is uh, not so fondly called lockdown or isolation in these months on the planet is that this crisis has afforded us an opportunity to come together in a different way. And so as, as we are... Uh, looking at this, World Peace Prayer Society and United Religions Initiative both decided that they would offer a, a, events commemorating the 75th anniversary. And so with that, Global Silent Minute, which, by the way, as many of you uh, in the Triangles group know, was formed by three triangle groups, uh, three groups forming a triangle uh, in Australia last year. And so the Global Silent Minute daily at 9 p.m. GMT is dedicated to one exact same minute of silence for global cooperation, peace, and freedom. This week, we have the opportunity to observe a Global Silent Minute with the citizens of Japan at the exact minute that the bombs were dropped on both Hiroshima and Nagasaki, respectively. The first event occurs on August 6th, uh, Japan time, in the morning from 7 to 9 a.m., because at 8.15 a.m. every year since the bomb was dropped. Japan has taken a, a minute of silence, and the whole country takes a minute of silence. This year, it will be 7.15 p.m. New York time on August 5th. 
citizens around the world will join the people of Japan for a minute of silence dedicated to healing and peace and the healing of nations, healing of souls, healing of nations. And then on August 9th, uh, there will be another event called Lessons uh, from Nagasaki. And this information is, will be in the chat, thank you, Michael, is at globalsilentminute.org. It's also at worldpeace.org and uri.org, unitedreligionsinitiative.org. And the Nagasaki event then uh, will be New York time on the 8th in the evening from 7 to 8 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And so you'll be having webinars. Um, to yes, there will. Yes, and it'll be on Facebook. And uh, I see Michael is is posting uh, many of the links. You can watch it on Facebook at World, uh, the World Peace Prayer Facebook page, Global Silent Minute page, uh, United Religions Initiative page on Facebook. And Reiko is here with us from uh, Japan, as Kathy said, from Tokyo, and is going to uh, share with us uh, a, a bit of the story and a bit of the profound opportunity that we face. And I, I will say from my heart, to help seal the door where evil dwells as we heal uh, the souls and the healing of nations that has the potential to take place this week. So, and I, I wonder if you want to press gallery and we, we can see Reiko. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I, I think I, my camera doesn't work today. Oh. I'm sorry. I can um, show you my for It's only. My That's pictures, okay. <laughs> sorry. That's I have okay. no idea what is going on, but thank you very much, Dot, for introducing me this time. And thank you for giving me a second chance this year to share my thoughts from Tokyo in this wonderful online gathering. In March, I shared my thoughts on Fukushima nuclear plant disaster in 2011. And today I share my thoughts again about nuclear, but this time it is the history of the nuclear bomb attacking Japan in 1945, which is 75 years before. There are several reasons that esoteric studies have not been widely ac accepted in Japan and one of them is the criticism against the Tibetan thought about the atomic bomb in the book of the externalization of the hierarchy. Some of my esoteric students, a Japanese esoteric student, got the criticized message from their friends and had to cancel the studying esoteric studies. And that phrase is this, this uh, destruction and the consequent release of their imprisoned souls is a necessary happening. It is the just, justice, justification of the use of atomic bomb upon the Japanese. When I first read it, I was profoundly shocked and could not agree with his idea. 
But once upon put out put it out of my mind, and I read and studied other esoteric books, and pondered on this phrase many times. Now I understand the depths and essence of what the Tibetan tried to say. But I'm uh, I, but I am still wondering. Did the bomb release the soul of the victims, really? Because the nuclear weapons that cause such a ho horrible result are still in abundance on this earth. And so many of them can destroy the whole planet again and again. The moment, a monument in Hiroshima Memorial Park says, let all the souls here rest in peace, for we shall not repeat the evil again. Most of the Hibakusha, the atomic bomb survivors, have been so overwhelmed by the bomb's power that they are forgetting their anger and are just living on the wish only for the peace. I hope someday you visit Hiroshima and Nagasaki and meet Hibakusha. Please feel and experience their peaceful mind. What they hope is just a world peace without any fear of nuclear weapons. And I know until this wish come true, their soul would not be released. What was the purpose of the nuclear weapon? If it is to destroy everything, it is a failure. Because 75 years later, the city has become a great city where prayers of peace are well alive. We welcome all American citizens. And atomic bank cannot destroy the power of human goodwill. It awakens the hope for the world peace. I run from the book called A Soul Remembers Hiroshima, written by the American hypnotherapist, Doris Cannon, the past life therapist. It is a nonfiction story of a young American girl who has a past memory of the death in Hiroshima bombing. If the soul is reincarnating, it is possible to be reborn in the country that was an enemy. I wonder what the world is all about. In, in 2016, Obama was the first president to visit Hiroshima. And last year, Pope Francis visited to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And this 75th 75th Memorial Day, we will have the first time to hold synchronized silent minute for hearing the soul of victims and survivors and sharing one vision for abolishing, abolishing the nuclear weapons for future generations. The Tibetan proclaimed in the Book of Humanity, uh, sorry, on the Tibetan proclaimed in the book, The Problem of Humanity, that the liberation of the atom 
atrium would accomplish the beginning of the Aquarian, <coughs> sorry, Aquarian age. And it is 1945 will be the year of beginning of new age. And he stated that the weapons should be controlled under the United Nations. But this has not happened yet. And it seems it will not happen in future to come. A new age began with the massive production of the atomic bombs. So let us spend a silent minutes in 20 this year to create a vision of a future without a nuclear bomb and heal the soul of victims, included, including reincarnated souls for future Earth. And just one thing I want to share, um, just a few hours ago, it was evening news in, uh, in Japan. Uh, they had a survey on 3,000 young people aged between 18 and 34, 30 years old in Japan and in the and in United States. And this survey asked about the necessity of nuclear weapons and 70 of those in the United States respond, it is not, not necessary. And this is the first time for US unnecessary people are more than necessary people necessary for uh, answered necessary. And 80%, 85% of Americans young generation respond that they would be, they would like to know more about Hiroshima. That is the higher percent than the Japanese young generation. And I do feel a new age is coming and I am so happy to find hope is here. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Thank you Dot. Arigato. Arigato, Reiko. Yeah, thank you. And Kathy, thank you for this invitation. I note, uh, Reiko and Kathy, that Monica Willard, who is the United Nations uh, representative for the United Religions Initiative, has joined us on this webinar today. So Monica, if you will, in the chat, put the website, and if you want to even put the link to the event, that Reiko, thank you for speaking so directly to this challenge and nuclear weapons. Uh, and at uh, voices-uri.org, you can register for an event that will feature on the 6th and the 9th of August will feature Mikhail Gorbachev and George Shultz, George Shultz, Secretary of State uh, under the Reagan administration, both of whom are calling for a world free of nuclear weapons for disarmament. And so we are finding that there is a, a lot of energy uh, around this at this time. And when we talk about healing, Reiko, and, and uh, the healing of souls and the healing of nations, uh, Uta Gabai, I note that you're also on this webinar today. Perhaps you can put the link in the chat uh, for those who will want to join you and the groups from the Hechal group in Israel, hechal.org, and the uh, Soul of Germany group. There will be a webinar, a 2025 webinar tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, New York time. Uh, 
8 p.m. GMT, Invoking the Souls of Nations. So, and there's, we've talked about that before on triangles. So, and Reiko and Darcy Sessions and myself, we want to invite you to join us in triangles in support this week of these Global Silent Minutes and of all of these events that are coming up so that the Triangles Network is actively supporting as well. Uh, we're one of the core triangles this week uh, holding the Global Silent Minutes. Yeah, we would suggest that all Triangles workers throughout the world, if they would like to, join up during this time and visualize their triangles and visualize the planet surrounded by a web of lighted triangles because Tokyo, it will help to stimulate the Tokyo center, which, and the Japanese people, which are said to be key um, to awakening that center through the use of triangles. And the Japanese have a particular propensity, we're told to work in triangles because they have such a, a unique contribution to their ability to work with the power of thought. And so once that ability is used, we're told in the work of triangles, then we're going to help to bring about a more enlivening, a spiritual awakening in the Tokyo Center. So I think that's happening. So we encourage you all to work silently with your visualization during that moment, moments of triangles. I know Dot, you have to go quite uh, soon. And so I wondered if there's anybody before we leave who would like to, if Dot, if you have some more thoughts that you want to share before we open it up to anyone who would like to have a few closing comments, please do. Oh, great, yes, please. Well, I just, I just want to say that all of these events are part of the 100-day countdown to the International Day of Peace, internationaldayofpeace.org. And there's going to be a Safer Cities event during Peace Weekend 2020. September uh, 1921, 20, and we're talking about 11 days of legacy and three days of unity for peace. And that's the 11 days uh, of global unity that begin on 9-11 uh, every year in September. So all of these links you'll find in the chat, or again, you can look on um, the various websites that have been mentioned. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful movement that's happening, a growing movement that's happening on the planet uh, around peace building and peace, as we know, defining it as living in right relationship with self, others, and all life. Thank you. Well, there's one um, person who wants to form a triangle with some of the people from the esoteric Tokyo group. So we'll put you in touch, Gail, with, um, with Reiko. Yes, so. please. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything we can do, if any of us would like to form a triangle with that group, it would certainly help in bringing mm -hmm. forward the power of the Japanese people to vitalize the network. Mm. And Kathy, you. while you're scanning the chat there, or if anyone has their hand raised, I also want to mention that September 10th, is the uh, high-level forum on the culture of nations. And that uh, registration link is not available yet, but when it is, we'll, we'll send that out. And that, it will be on online this year as well. And there's a unity caravan across the United States, all part of this great convergence of so many groups calling for unity and healing and peace. Thank you. Well, I think it's mostly appreciative comments. So perhaps it's 
on this day of the full moon, we're all just wanting to um, be a little quieter than usual. So why don't we just take a moment of silence, thanking both of you, Rico and Jot, for your presentations and your contributions to world peace and to all Triangles workers who are also serving to contribute to the same goal. Thank you. Arigato. Arigato. So let's just close with a moment of silence to link with all Triangles workers and to link with the Global Silent Network. Thank you, everyone.